Can you hear me? Amen, amen, amen. All right, so uh, glory to God. Good morning. Amen, 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 amen. Good morning to you, you, and you. My name is Kathy Brooks, and this is the LUTG Radio Show on LUTGRadio.com. WKKP Digital Broadcasting. Amen. Glory to God. So, uh, today we are, uh, we are on the LU, glory to God. I apologize for that. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 If I am silent, even a second, glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. We're working on this. Um, I interrupted my uh, original all righty hallelujah we're working on this amen so we're on lutgradio.com we're on uh 102.4 fm local station over here in the dfw area and then uh internet-radio.com and so uh so that's what we're doing here. And um we got a little skippity skippity going. So um all right, so that's what we're doing. <laughs> and uh we're just enjoying ourselves because today is a great day. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. I am so hoping I did not just turn it off, but uh, let's see what happens. Glory to God. Amen, amen, amen. Jesus loves you, beloved, and so do I. Amen. I have decided, I have decided that today is going to be a great day. Amen, amen. I don't know who's listening to me. Uh, Sometimes I get... uh. I can see the thing that the show plays throughout the world. You know, I may get a a straggler here and there. I appreciate all my stragglers. Amen, amen, amen. I appreciate every straggler. Kathy don't hate. Amen, amen. And so, with that being said, amen, amen. We're about to get started on the show. We're about to get started with the show. We're just going to open up with prayer. It's me dumping out some things here. Get a better signal. There we go. We're going to open up with prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. Open up with prayer and then um, we're going to put on the whole armor of God. Alrighty. Alright. Just try not to get no interference here. Alrighty then. A little temperamental, but hey, we're going to roll with it. Amen, amen. Glory to God. Alright. So today, um, um, we'll open up in prayer. Heavenly Father, we come to you, Lord God, through the shed blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. For you alone are worthy of all the glory, the honor, the power, and the praise. We thank you, Lord God, for your peace and for your strength. We thank you, Lord God for your love and for your joy. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 
We thank you, Lord God, for you alone are worthy of all the glory, the honor, the power, and the praise. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your peace, your joy, your love. Thank you, Lord God, for being here with us this day. We thank you, Lord God, for that we would have it no other way than for you, Lord God, to be present with us. We thank you, Lord God, for leading us through the week, oh, Father God. We thank you, Lord God, for leading us through the week. We thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord God, for your strength. Our, our strength is renewed. Renewed like the eagles. Amen. The word of God actually says our youth is renewed like the eagles. And I thank you, Lord God, that every person that is able to hear my voice, that they will receive the blessing that their strength, that their youth is renewed like the eagles. That means that's talking about your strength. Yes, this strength, this strength in your body. Sound mind, sound body. That's where you're supposed to be. You're supposed to live until 120 Amen. If you go before the end, that's your own choice. But God says, I'm going to bless you. And you're going to feel good every day. Every day you're going to feel good. <laughs> Amen. Life and death is in the power of your tongue. Hallelujah. I plan on living a long time lest Jesus comes for me first. Amen. Glory to God. I thank you, Lord God, for blessing our health, our blessing, our sound minds and finances, Lord God. Glory to God. I thank you, Lord God, that we always have a place to sleep, food to eat, water to drink, money in our pockets. Because we need money to move throughout the earth. Amen. Don't nobody like doing stuff for free. So I, it's hard to find free rent. And you always want to do your part so you don't feel like a deadbeat. So I thank you, Lord God, that you help us to not feel like a deadbeat and that uh, we got money in our pockets. Amen. Money in our accounts. And that, you know, we could go on a vacay. We can go see a movie or whatnot. Amen. Go to a Chris Rock concert. Well, comedy concert. Amen. <laughs> uh, anyway, Chris Rock got tickets on sale. So I thank you, Lord God, that we're able to get some Chris Rock tickets. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> I love me some Chris Rock. He's so funny. He is so freaking funny. All right, so we're going to put on the whole armor of God. Amen, amen. Mm. To God be the glory. Uh, I am so hungry right about now. I've been up for a while. Oh, pardon me. Some people like to preach and and get a word on an empty stomach. Not me. When Jesus set those 5,000 men plus their wives and children, set them down for the word, he fed them first. He fed their bellies and then he fed them the word. And so I figure it's always good to to have the word on a full stomach. All right, so we're going to open up. I'm going to open up my mouth and let God fill it. Amen. Glory to God. Oh. Go with me to Luke 24, 45. Luke 24, 45. 
Then open he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. I do apologize. I got the sun in my face. I'll try to move it out. Let me see here. Um, then open he. Then open he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. That's where we at right now. Okay, that ain't gonna work. Let me try this. Nope, that's not better. Alright, well, we want to deal with it. Alright, so, uh, go with me to Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Glory to God. Amen, amen, amen. Glory to God. All the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Amen. Uh, Verse 18. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching there and watching there unto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. Verse 24. Grace be with all them that love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity. Amen. Go with me to the book of Numbers. Go with me to the book of Numbers. I'm in Numbers chapter 6. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and give thee peace. Um, Hold on a second. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. Amen. Glory to God. Go into the book of Psalms. The book of Psalms. I'm in Psalms 91. Pardon me. I'm in Psalms 91. Psalms 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. 
I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. That's verse four. Shalt thou trust. His truth should be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against the stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will, and I will, he shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. I'm in Isaiah, go to Isaiah 54, Isaiah 54 verse 13. And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord and great shall be the peace of thy children. In righteousness shalt thou be established. Thou shalt be far from oppression. For thou shalt not fear, and from terror, for it shall not come near thee. <clears throat> behold, behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Behold, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals in the air, and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work. I have created I have cre created the waster to destroy. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Amen. That there's the whole armor of God. You're listening to LUTGRadio.com, WKKP, Digital Broadcasting. All right, so that's about 15 minutes in. So we uh, did the prayer, did the put on, we put on the whole armor of God. And uh, I'm just going to talk about faith, about confession of faith, and about how God, what basically the, today's show is about faith. Every day the show is about faith, but. We use different scriptures to um, notate that. Uh, again, I apologize. Y'all see the sun in my face. but um. <laughs> Alright, so we we are um, moving over to Matthew chapter 6. And this is the Lord's Prayer. And I like the Lord's Prayer. I like the Lord's Prayer because it teaches us how to pray. And sometimes you don't want to pray. I ain't gonna lie to you. Sometimes you don't want to pray. Sometimes you don't feel like it. 
But when you have it memorized, it's to the point that, you know what, it's, you can do it. And you can do it. Some people, sometimes you think that you got to sit in prayer for hours and hours. People don't just pray for an hour. You either need the help of the Lord, the Holy Ghost, um, or you need to practice basically and work your way up to it. So don't stress yourself out thinking that you got to just immediately, bam, do an hour's worth of prayer. Try the Lord's Prayer. It takes about maybe two, three minutes. And so it says, um, the Lord's Prayer, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Okay, so... That's essentially the Lord's Prayer right there. The following two verses talks about forgiveness. And I would ask you to memorize these as well. Because if you don't forgive others, then your trespasses won't be forgiven. So verse 14 says, For if we forgive men their trespasses, for if ye forgive men their trespasses, this is Jesus talking to his disciples, your heavenly Father will also forgive you, but if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. And so, um, you want to refrain from thinking things like, "Oh well, they dirty, they shouldn't be forgiven," or "They're poor, they shouldn't be forgiven." No, don't, don't. You gotta let that go, or. They said something that offended me. Okay, well, you got to stop wearing the offense. That's that's all you, because you're only hurting yourself. Remember, forgiveness is for you, is not for the other person. And the part that's for you is you want the forgiveness of the Father. And sometimes when people do hurtful things, you know, the, the, the sting of it, or the maybe the memory of the sting lasts longer, you know, than the actual thing, you know. Like, for example, um, <laughs> my, when we were younger, my brother uh, loved cars, still does. But he used to get cars and little mopeds, and they would be like trash. But he would like bring them back to life. And so he was good with cars. And um, so he would bring the stuff back to life, right? And... um. And he would save his money, work and work and work and save his money to go and buy these different car parts and rims and whatnot. You know, that's what guys did. They wanted to be flashy and whatnot. And go and buy these rims and put them on and shine them up. And all his friends would do the same thing. All of them had their cars and they would shine up everything and make everything look all good. Um, And they would take care of their rims to the point that um, they were like their babies. Their their rims and their car parts, their car was like a baby um, because they they put so much effort and so much energy into into this thing. And so um, let's say, for example, you accidentally scratch their rim, you know, 
you knock it over in the basement because you were playing around or whatever and it gets scratched. Well, unless he can buffer that scratch out, every time he looks at that scratch, <laughs> he going to be like, oh, oh, until you got to realize, okay, well, it is a heavy rim. At least they didn't get hurt. <laughs> so when you look at the thing, so you got to be able to look at the scar and go, I, or the scratch and the thing and be like, okay, well, everybody's okay. So as long as everybody's okay, look, it's all good. I can get a new one. I can go get a new one, but you can't get a new person. You can probably make a new baby, but it won't be the same person. It'll be a completely different person. And so, um, you got to think of things like that. Um, just when you look at the scar, you got to not let the emotions remain in that scar. So whether it's a, a cut or whether it's a scratch in a rim or a scratch in a car or a cut on your arm or leg or whatever, um, you got to remember that everybody's okay and you can always go buy a new instrument or a new car, but you can't get another you or another that or the other person. Which is another reason why I always ask people to bridle their anger. Just you know how you put a a, a um this the harness on the horses. It's called a bridle for their mouth, and it covers the eyes so they don't look right and left. They just look forward. Look forward in God. Look at Jesus. Don't don't look to the right or to the left. Just keep your mind focused on Jesus, because um, otherwise you 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 like open up doorways for the enemy to come in and say, don't you remember? Don't you remember? Don't you remember when this happened? Don't you remember? Don't you remember? And it's sometimes it's difficult, you know, especially, you know, if you're struggling, like for example, um, um, I grew up with a lot. I went to school with a lot of different people. I ain't going to say all of us, all, all of us. I just included myself. Well, amen to God. Like Mary said, be it unto me. Um, so some of the people I went to school with, they were well off. It was a private school, so they were well off. That just happens in private schools <laughs> that many of the people there are well off. Uh, but there'll be a few of us that are not. And so, um, and one lesson that I learned, uh, while I was there, uh, one of the girls I was friends with, uh, she said, um, well, my family has money. But I don't. I said, well, wait a minute. And my thinking was, if, you're, if your family's rich, if your parents are rich, then they're going you know, to give you something. And uh, she's like, well, yeah, they're paying for school. But even though I live at home and I go to school, I still pay rent. And she, I said, well, why is that? She says, well, my mom wanted me to get used to paying rent. And so she would, uh, she would, you know, make her pay a little bit. So she just wanted to keep the process in her head. So don't go spend your money all on clothes. Go put money towards rent. And so she wanted to remind her the process of paying rent. And uh, so she eventually uh, did that. She did that, and she ended up um, doing getting into real estate actually. Um, and so you know she's doing well. And so anyway. Um, I say all that to say is that um, when when you come across people um, and their family is rich, don't assume that they are rich also. Don't. Because um, 
<laughs> I keep thinking of that guy, uh, Berkshire Hathaway. <laughs> he he blessed his family. They 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 blessed. The best thing he gave them. A lot of people think the best thing he gave them was he sent them all to school. Well, that was a good thing. That was a good experience for him. But in in my opinion, I know everybody don't need my opinion. But my opinion is. I think the best gift he gave them was he taught them what he knew. Like, remember the example that I gave of the, this guy that I knew in Chicago? He taught his son, since his son, from the moment his son could walk, um, he taught his son the parts of a computer. And by the time he was six, he could, you know, his hands were agile enough that he could, you know, use a screwdriver and whatnot. And so by the time he was eight, he was making $90 an hour fixing computers at eight years old. He had a, he had a business at eight. And so he, they, the best gift a parent can give to a child is to teach them what they know. And so for Berkshire, um, Berkshire, I just keep it thinking of the company. I just call it Berkshire because he the company. So I just keep calling it Berkshire Hathaway. And so for that company, for him, um, it, I, I think that's the greatest gift that a parent can give is to teach the child what they know, especially if it's, you know, making them money. And so I think that parents kind of do do it. Sometimes some do it deliberately and they hone in on them. And then some of them just say, okay, well, you know, they'll teach them a little bit, a little bit. And they say, well, you know, go to school and learn a skill or whatnot. I see my lips are dry. And they'll tell them to go to school and learn a skill. Um, but some of the skills that they learn from the parents, it will be prove profitable. Especially, like, say, for example, if you have a a mechanic as a parent, one of your parents are a mechanic. Teach your children mechanics because they know they gonna need that, you know, for their car, try to fix their car and whatnot. Um, if they if you are a doctor, teach them how to take care of themselves. You know, sometimes you think, well, I'm too busy. You ain't never too busy to teach a child, teach your children first aid. Uh, teach them what you know to know what's this and what's that okay well i think so they'll know okay i need to go get them help you know go get somebody help let me stabilize them or let me get them help or whatever you know what i'm saying and so um that's we learned first aid so uh parents were uh nurse in nursing and in law enforcement so we learned first aid and you like what well, first aid for law enforcement yeah you like first aid First aid in law enforcement is uh, know when to get your butt out the way. That's the first aid for law enforcement. <laughs> Don't try and handle a situation on your own. Never run into a building that is on fire. <laughs> Don't try and get if a, if your building is on fire. Don't try and gather things before you leave the building. Take you and your little sisters, brothers and sisters. Get your little brothers and sisters and get out the house. Always have a plan to get out the house um, and make sure your mom, you know, as you like, for example, um, if you, cause usually kids are at the back of the house. So as you're running forward, knock on the doors, knock on the doors and make sure get people out of the rooms and let people know. Cause you, you usually got to run from the back to the front to get out the house. And so, um, and cover your mouth and uh, get a wet cloth and put it on your head. If you can, if you're able to do that so you can breathe, it depends on how much smoke is in there, but just run out. Um, anyway, so you learn first aid, how to take care of yourself. So I think I know things like how to take care of cuts and, um, little small 
first aid things, you know, a little bit of CPR and that kind of stuff. So anyway, um, glory to God. So, <laughs> uh, the, what, what, the reason why I mentioned that is because what Jesus is doing here in the book of Matthew chapter six is he's teaching us how to communicate with the father. And so this is how he learned. This is how he learned how to communicate with the father. And so he's teaching us what he knows. And so anytime that Jesus is talking in the Bible and he's giving you examples, he's actually teaching you what the father taught him. He's teaching you how to communicate with heaven is what he's doing. And so what is heaven? Heaven is all of the father. He he made everything then. You ain't coming in without his express permission. And you got to go through Jesus in order to get in heaven. And in order to talk to the father, you still got to go through Jesus. Our, um, our father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. He's telling you, you got to praise his name. Um, and, uh, you got to receive, uh, your forgiveness of your sins through the blood of Jesus. That's a confession of faith. We read that in Romans chapter 10 verses nine and 10. It says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth, the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God have raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved for with the heart, man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Amen. Amen. Um, glory to God. Hallelujah. So, uh, salvation comes through Christ Jesus. Amen. And so Jesus is teaching us basically what he know. Um, Ooh, the other day, <laughs> this is kind of random, but it came to mind. Uh, you know, I had made, I did a show called, um, I was a Christian and it talks about people that were backslidden and whatnot. And, um, I had my time of being backslidden and whatnot. And so, um, and so anyway, uh, the other day I was watching this uh, comedy show and, uh, there was this lady up there that, uh, had a show. She had made a comment. She says, I was a Christian and she was, she was just making jokes about her faith and whatnot. Um, and it almost seemed like, I was like, oh shoot, did she listen to the show? Right. And then I thought, oh shoot. It, I, and I thought, okay, well maybe that was recorded ahead of time. And so the interesting thing is that sometimes we'll come up with, uh, similar titles or whatnot. And so I don't know when the show was recorded. I thought it was recorded this year. And so I'm always looking to see, is anybody listening to the show? Am I helping anybody? Um, <laughs> and so what, why am I saying that? Um, uh, I was, uh, oh, I was not trying to plagiarize or anything like that or take her title because my, she was making jokes and I was actually being serious about, you know, sometimes we backslide. We backslide because we get hurt or we backslide because sing, uh, the other, the other side of the grass looks more like it's more enjoyable and whatnot. And, um, you know, just stuff happens throughout life. And sometimes we just want to give up on faith because it seems too hard. Don't give up on faith. No matter what's going on, don't give up on faith. Um, and especially when you're younger, um, you want to be promiscuous. People, when you don't have a good foundation, you want to be promiscuous. And then some people with a solid foundation 
but they succumb to temptation. They want to go and be promiscuous or they just, some of them marry young and they feel like they left out that, like they missed out on something. And so they go and they get promiscuous now. Um, now I just say all to say is that no matter, I'm not judging because you use a word to judge yourself. I'm not judging anybody because, um, I was out there myself, so I'm not judging anybody. I'm just saying that, um, Sometimes we want to do things that may feel pleasurable in the moment, but in the long run, you got to ask yourself, is this serving me? Is this going to serve me well? And sometimes it's not even about fornication or sex. Sometimes it's about, um, some people are adventure junkies. Ain't nothing wrong with having adventures, have adventures. But if you constantly getting hurt, then maybe let's choose a new adventure. (laughs) If you're getting hurt on every adventure, let's choose another adventure. You know what I'm saying? Go do something else, you know, or practice. So if you like climbing rocks and climbing walls, how about get some practice in first, you know, at one of those, you know, gyms that do where they have that. Get some practice in. Don't, you know, don't just go and try and climb the highest mountain and you ain't even practice. Um, That, that wouldn't be real wise, right? Uh, <laughs> And so... um. Learning to not sinning is actually takes practice. You're like, what? You mean to tell me I can dip a little and then not dip a little? Then now I'm telling you the the practice comes in when you got to say no to sin. And so no matter what it is, it could be an extra cookie, extra slice of pizza. It could be an extra burger. Some people will eat six burgers in a sitting. Your stomach has got to be hurting after all that. Uh, depends, but it also depends on how much weight you left. Anyway, but let's just say you overeat. Well, starting. So if you normally eat like three burgers and you stuff, if you eat three burgers and you stuff, then the next time you sit down, hopefully you are pooping at least four times a day. But the next time you sit down to dinner or sit down to eat, instead of eating three burgers, eat two. Eat two and drink some water or have a soda, whichever one you prefer. Drink some water. What you can do before you eat is drink some warm water, like room temperature water, and let your stomach heat up so that it'll break down the food. Um, and that way you can poop better and you won't feel like you're hungry. So if you drink a little, like eight ounces of water, like a half hour before you eat, that way you won't feel super hungry and you won't eat so much. Uh, that's just a little something I learned um, from. I forgot who I learned that from, but you can check it out on like WebMD or something like that. Or anyway, um, and so uh, you just gotta learning to not sin just takes practice. That's all it is. Learning to not sin takes practice, and so you just each one you just gotta say no, 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 no. I'm not gonna do that. Um. I ain't going to lie to you. Sometimes I have trouble with swearing. You're like, what? This is what, what this is what happens. And this, this triggers me. I ain't going to say every time, but sometimes it triggers me. When I get confronted with sin, and I done said no 10 times. <laughs> I done said no like 10, 20 times. And I'm like, can you hear me? Sorry, I ain't making fun of nobody, but I figured they, they, the ears must be plugged or something. The ears must be plugged. It, it's got to be. 
And so I, I get upset and I start talking, talking in the language that they understand. And so <laughs> I figure if you ain't following Jesus, you must be following the enemy. So let me talk to you in the language that you understand. <laughs> That don't make it right because what happens is that's anger fueling that thing. That's anger. And so God always says you can be angry, uh, but don't show it. Be angry, but don't show it. Um, you know, so it go, go off to a closet somewhere and just pray. If you need to shout by yourself, go ahead and shout. It just... <laughs> You know, but, you know, don't let the anger get down to your hands when you start punching. Don't do that. Um, and never think that you can fight a battle with your flesh. Like you, like a spiritual battle. You can't fight a spiritual battle with your flesh. That has to be fought in the spirit. And so with that, you want to praise God. Um, use Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 17. And uh, give God the glory. Amen. I do not mean, I pray I'm not boring y'all today. I know today, <laughs> pardon me, today is a little bit different. I'm usually shouting and up and up and down and whatnot, but uh, I just, pardon me, I'm actually not sleeping. Uh, I apologize for that. I apologize for yawning. Um, I just wanted to make sure you understood that you could learn how to pray. And you can get better at it just by practicing. You can learn how to not sin. And you can get better at it by not practicing. And I've been practicing. I used to be worse at cursing. Worse. Far worse. Um, But I've gotten better. I want to get even better. And so um, you're like, Kathy, really? Did she curse a lot? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I I curse like I jump rope. I just it like jumping rope. <laughs> I wasn't really that good at jump rope, but individual rope, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I just want you to know that salvation, forgiveness is immediate, and then standing with God, that's a that's a daily choice. You can do it, but you got to make that choice every day. Every day. Stand with God every day. All day. Amen. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but you want to, now is the time. Now is the time to give your heart to the Lord. Now is the time to say yes to God. Now is the time to just give it all over to Him. In John three sixteen and 17... It says, uh, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have an everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Amen. Glory to God. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but you want to, repeat this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. 
Thank you for saving me and for bringing me back to where I once was. From this day forward, Lord Jesus, I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name. Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart. I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead, that I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly 100%. Make me a light in this earth and the salt that gives it flavor. And from this day forward, I will live for you, Jehovah God, in the name of Jesus and share the gospel of Christ Jesus with everyone I meet and everyone I know. It's commitment, Jesus. I will get this world for you. I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. With the evidence of speaking in tongues and interpreting tongues. For the edifying of the body of Christ Jesus. By the will of Jehovah God. Amen. Congratulations. You just got saved on LUTGRadio.com. WKKP Digital Broadcasting 102.4 FM. Amen. And this is the LUTG Radio Show. And so what do you do now? Now that you save, you take authority over your life. You speak to any sicknesses. You tell your legs, legs in the name of Jesus, be made whole. You tell your blood, flow with ease from the palms of my hands to the soles of my feet. You tell your eyes to see. You tell your ears to hear. Amen. You tell your lungs to breathe. You tell your kidneys to pee with thunder. Amen. You tell your your colon to release that poop with ease. Amen. You tell your body to be made whole. Every part of it. Amen. From the palms of your hands to the soles of your feet. Take your 10-week foundation course. It's free on letgradio.com. Read the Bible every day. I'm starting off with the book of John. Pray and ask God for a church. I pray, or I should say, Lord God, I pray and ask you to give each and every person that is listening a church home that they may attend and learn uh, from the Bible, learn about you and their relationship with you in spirit and in truth, and that they'll pray daily uh, to draw closer to you. Amen. And continue taking authority over your life. Amen. Pray every day. Start off with the Lord's Prayer. If you, you don't know where to start, start off with the Lord's Prayer. The book of Matthew chapter 6, uh, starting off with uh, verse, nine, uh, verse 9 through um, 6 through 15. 9 through 15. Amen. Amen. I thank y'all so much for tuning in. Again, this is Kathy Brax with LUTG Radio, WKKP, Digital Broadcasting. Y'all have a blessed day. Don't forget, uh, if you're able to give, give. You can do that on LUTGRadio.com. If not, continue to pray uh, for the success of the radio station. Um, and uh, you can say a prayer for me. Amen. Glory to God. Call Kathy. I just call her blessed in the name of Jesus. Prayer for me is, Lord God, meet her at all her wants. Meet all Kathy's wants. Your perfect will be done. Amen. Lord, make her rich. Hallelujah healthy sound mind sound body that's how you pray for people pray the blessing in the name of jesus all right 
All right. God bless y'all. Amen. Amen.